let's get to why we moved from Chicago to Sarasota, Florida. And I have a framework that I use in my coaching with all of my clients, and it's very simple. There's three things, vision, being, and action. So number one, vision. What is the vision that you have for what you want to create? And for my wife and I, we had a vision that we wanted to start a family. And when thinking about raising a family, where did we want to do so? And we wanted to do so in an area where we are surrounded by family because we want to create a loving environment. And while Chicago is absolutely amazing to us, and I have family that's about an hour and a half away, uh, we thought that my wife's parents being down in Sarasota and the warm weather and the extra space and the, the other benefits that can come from there, that was the right vision for us. So we aligned on the vision of where we were going. And then number two, being. Who do you need to be to be the person that makes that vision happen? This wasn't something that we just thought of overnight. This is something that's been a multi-year process for us. We knew we wanted to start a family. We didn't know when it was gonna be, but we knew we wanted to do that. And we knew there was gonna come a time when we would be moving from Chicago. Didn't know when that was going to be. But for all of those different things, who do we emotionally need to be? How do we need to show up every single day to be the people who make that vision happen? And this is an area in which I certainly excel because I'm very intentional about my emotional state and my energy and the way that I give that off. And I very much credit this because I have a long-term mindset in everything that I do. I also have short-term execution and long-term execution. So it's been years in the making of getting to this point. And then the last part of this is action. What is the action that you need to take to be the person who executes on that vision? So for this, it's like, all right, what are the dominoes that need to fall? As we started to um, think about this a little bit more throughout the pandemic, uh, it sort of make me, it makes me smile thinking about the roller coaster uncertainty that life can be. Because a year and a half ago, this was nowhere on our radar because get this, on my wall, and I actually think I still have the piece of paper when I was outlining our 2020 goals. One of them was to have dual living in Chicago and New York. And I remember going to New York in February of 2020. My wife and I, we stayed in Brooklyn. Uh, I had a lot of client business in New York. My wife's company had a, a second office in New York, so we both had the ability to be in New York. We both had a reason for that. So it's like early February and we're like, man, living in Brooklyn, this could be so fun and exciting. We'll have dual living, we'll have a, a place in Chicago and a, and a place in Brooklyn. And we go there, we have the time of our life and we're looking at various options of like, all right, how in the world do you do dual living? And we start falling in love with Brooklyn. We'd never really been there before, but we like the up and coming nature of things. And we start to visualize all of that. And we start looking at various places and going to taco stands and where would you work out and where would we live and stuff like that. So, wow, we're excited to potentially live in Brooklyn. Well, fast forward one month and that's when the pandemic hits, March, 2020. And all of a sudden, 
everything changed. And it's ironic because the last place in the world, well, maybe not the last place, but one of the places in which we would not be moving once the pandemic hit was New York City. And it's crazy because we loved the vision of it so much. The pandemic hits and all of a sudden, everybody is inside in their places. And what is one of the things that we all realized or valued? You know what? I would like a little bit more space. And so many people in New York, you live in a shoebox. In in Chicago, we're used to city living, but in New York, that's even different city living. You're in some small, small quarters. And be at home for six months, a year, or a year and a half, and see what you think about, do you want uh, more space? And all of a sudden, the idea of New York went from, we're gonna make this happen, to there's no way we're moving to New York. And the next domino that fell was, all right, well, Chicago is shut down. We're staying inside. There's mandates everywhere. There's riots on the streets. There's just, there's chaos going on. So what did we do? We picked up and we flew to Sarasota, Florida to stay with my wife's parents for what ended up being about three months. And I believe this was November, December, January of 2020 going into 2021. And did I ever envision living with my wife's parents um, at the age I am right now and I just turned 40? And the answer is no. That was a zero on the radar. But to the credit of my wife's parents, they are amazing. I love them. They're fun. They're hospitable. My wife's mom is an amazing cook. And we moved down there. We didn't know how long we were going to be there. We're like, hey, let's try this for a week or two. And we brought our dog Rally with us. And we're like, wow, this is kind of nice. It's cold as crap in Chicago. And you know what? It's kind of nice down here in Sarasota. And while we'd been down here for a few days at a time, two or three days, or maybe a week to see her parents, um, that was a little bit more surface level where we weren't living down here. But all of a sudden, being down here for three months, my eyes opened to something new. I was like, wait a second, you can live this lifestyle? You can go to the beach in the morning to do sunrise yoga? or in the evening to do sunset yoga or just to do a walk or a run. I was like, this is pretty cool. Then I brought my golf clubs down with me and I was like, wait a second, you're telling me I can golf year round? Pretty awesome. Then we started to go to some of the bars and restaurants and it was like, huh, Sarasota is a tourist destination. So they have good food and lots of entertainment and most importantly, they have an outdoor lifestyle, golf, running. My wife and I, we ran a half marathon together and, and actually we were supposed to run, ironically enough, the Brooklyn half marathon and that got canceled during the pandemic. So we ran our own bacon half marathon in Sarasota on our own. So we did that. And all of a sudden I fell in love with the lifestyle of Sarasota and being outdoors and kayaking, on the bay or the ocean or the lake. I don't even know what they are. It's a little of everything down here. And I was like, wow, this would be pretty awesome. Then we get pregnant and now we start to think about, wow, what is the next phase of our life going to look like? And that's when we really started to evaluate on, are we gonna live in Chicago or is there somewhere else? 
And of course, this is when the housing market explodes, just goes crazy. And this is pretty much everywhere in the United States, but certainly in Florida. So originally we're like, all right, let's move to Sarasota. And the good news for us was um, we built a very flexible lifestyle. So we were on essentially a month to month basis with our rent and shout out to our landlords. They were an absolute blessing to us. So we had flexibility in terms of when we could leave. So we originally thought, all right, let's rent for a year when we get down there. That way we can learn the areas, find a place that we would eventually want to buy because we've never lived down here. We don't know anything. I don't know a single other person other than my wife's parents. So when it comes to, hey, Rob, you have a lot of friends or a business network down here? Nothing. I've got absolutely nothing. So we look for a month or two to rent and we quickly realize, row, there is nothing. Everything is extremely overpriced outdated and does not fit what we're looking for. And we're sitting there and we have a certain standard for our lifestyle that we have living in Chicago, where we very much value the place that we live because I work from home and my wife has been working home, working from home in the pandemic for the last year. So we need a place that is comfortable for us, an environment that we love that sparks creativity in action and making things happen. And we realized, wow, there's a lot of really old stuff here and the stuff that we are finding super expensive, like way more expensive than we're paying in Chicago. That just doesn't make sense to us. And we're like, if we're going to be paying that much, we might as well just buy a house. So now we get to the point where, all right, we're going to buy a house. Didn't see that coming, but here we are. So now we're jumping into one of the craziest housing markets since probably 2006 and Houses in Florida are going for anywhere from twenty to fifty to eighty thousand dollars over ask, and we experienced. We put two offers on places, and both of them we put um, over ask, and didn't get either of them. One of them went for eighty thousand dollars over the ask. We looked at another place. It went on the market first day had nine offers and they said we are not accepting any more offers. So it was like, whoa, all of a sudden, you have to make a decision the very first day that something goes on the market and then you've got to figure out essentially how much are you willing to spend on a house. Long story short, because I'm not gonna get into the details of um, how we actually got a place, but the good news is, we did purchase a house and we were able to do so um, in a way that was perfect for us. We love the house, the price was right, the location is great, and it's gonna be an unbelievable place for us to raise our child. And once this domino fell, then the rest of the dominoes can happen, where it's like, all right, now we are going to put in our notice for leaving Chicago. And now we've got to try and do everything from the mortgage process to learning about all of that stuff because uh, I've rented for as long as I've lived in Chicago to have that flexibility. Hey, do you want to move to Brooklyn? Hey, do you want to move somewhere else? What do you want to do? So I didn't know anything about the housing market or the intricacies of it. So we're now going through the loan process and the insurance process and all of these different things all while trying to say, now we're going to find movers and we don't want to get screwed. We want this to be a seamless process. 
So all of these things are now going on in the month of August. And it's like, wow, this is a lot. On top of now we have to tell our friends who are the number one most important thing to us in Chicago that we are leaving Chicago. And let me tell you, it was difficult and it's something that we were very intentional about because it was emotional for everyone and there's no easy way to say it and sometimes you just gotta rip the band-aid off and everyone sort of knew when you're having a child all of a sudden your priorities they shift to something else that's now the new number one so us being closer to family anyone can put a plus b together and say yeah that's probably something on their horizon but having more than a decade in a city that is something where um there's a lot of emotion there so speaking of chicago and i'm going to talk about what i love about chicago and why this was so emotional and exciting for me and everything wrapped in between because moving to chicago was a dream for me uh, i was 26 years old living in cincinnati ohio at the time and i had just gotten out of a relationship and half of my group of friends from college moved to chicago and i was like you know what i want to move there because I'm now single and there's a certain lifestyle that I want to live of going out all the time, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I was driving up on Fridays to go to Chicago. So I would drive five hours from Cincinnati to Chicago. I would party Friday night, Saturday night, and then feeling all hungover on Sunday, my friends would go to brunch and I would drive back to Cincinnati and I would do this weekend after weekend and that was just the lifestyle that I was living. And I dreamed of living in Chicago. And what was so challenging, and I guess this goes full circle, was this is back in 2006. And I had owned a home in Cincinnati. And I was just a little lowercase g back then. I wasn't making much money. My home wasn't very big at all. It wasn't big at all. And I wasn't in a position to all of a sudden just like, move and take a loss on that. So the housing market, I bought it at pretty much the peak of the housing market, worst time possible. So when I wanted to try and sell my place in Cincinnati, that did not happen. And it took me a year and a half to sell that place. And it got to the point where I finally said to myself, you know what, I have this vision and dream of moving to Chicago, I am moving even if my house is still on the market. And once I put that out there and I burned the boats and I jumped off the ship, I made it happen. I moved and I'm proud to say that within one month of moving to Chicago, I sold my house in 2006 for, I don't know, maybe a $20,000 loss or something like that. And that was the greatest $20,000 I've ever spent in my entire life because it unlocked a whole new world in chapter for me. And it was like going from black and white to color. And I can still remember the moment in which I was sold on moving to Chicago. And shout out to my boy, Marty D. 
and he helped me get a job at Career Builder in Chicago because he was working there and he got a referral bonus for it. I don't know, 500 bucks, $1,000. And boom, he gets me a job there. And I tell them, hey, I want to move to Chicago. And uh, if you can just give me the ability to work from home, I will work from home in Cincinnati until I can sell my house. And then I'm going to move here and I'll work with you guys. And they said, boom, let's do it. And that is actually the moment in which my work at home career started. Literally, they or I know it would take a year to make that happen. And I was going back and forth. And finally, when I decided that I was going to be ready to move to Chicago, um, it was the first day I was going to start Chicago or start Career Builder on a Wednesday. And I got to Chicago on a Tuesday night. And Marty's like, hey, let's go out tonight. I was like, perfect. Of course I would want to go out and party the night before I start a brand new job. Because that's what all 26-year-olds do. Makes complete sense. And we go to McFadden's, a bar in uh, down on Division. And anyone who's been there knows. And there's plenty of McFadden's out there. And I get in there and I don't know, it's maybe 10 or 11 o'clock or maybe it's midnight. And there are girls dancing on top of the bar and my jaw dropped. I was like, you're telling me this is happening on a Tuesday night? He's like, yep, welcome to Chicago. Hook, line and sinker. I was like, I'm moving here. This is incredible. Because at the time in Cincinnati, uh, I wanted to live that party lifestyle and that just wasn't happening. And all of a sudden I was getting access to this whole new world and boom, just like that. And it makes me laugh, certainly um, being the person that I am now and the way that I've evolved my personal development and my growth, but I was who I was then. And I very much worked hard and played hard and I loved the played hard side of things that Chicago offered for me. And getting to Chicago was an absolute dream for me. It took a year and a half and I remember the very first day that I moved there, I had a bottle of Dom Perignon that a client had sent me. And I'd saved it for a while for a special moment. And it just so happens that the special moment that I waited for was the day I moved to Chicago. And I think it was a Saturday and we were day partying. And... We were playing bags in front of our place at Will's Northwoods on Racine. Shout out to Will's and everybody who's been there. And we live directly across the street from there and we're playing bags. And I was like, you know what guys, this is the moment that I've been waiting for. I went and got the bottle of Dom and we popped that bottle. And as we're playing bags, day drinking on a Saturday, we toasted drinking Dom to moving to Chicago and the start of my new life in the new start of my next dream that was happening. And moving to Chicago was the best decision of my entire life. It was a 15 out of 10. It was incredible. Looking back on it, I left everything on the table. I don't know if that's the right way of saying that. I left nothing on the table, I'm sorry. I left nothing on the table. I squeezed every bit of juice out of the Chicago lemon. And it makes me smile because Chicago exceeded every single expectation because the things that I did 
and accomplished and saw in the relationships that I built in Chicago blows my freaking mind. And once again, this goes back to vision being in action. I had the vision of what I wanted to do, move to Chicago and the things that I wanted to create. Boom, who do I need to do to make it happen? And then boom, action. What is the action that I need to take to be the person to make this dream come true? And I specifically remember it was late night and I was uh, hanging out with my friend PJ who was in town from Cincinnati and it was like 2 a.m. in Chicago and I believe it was actually cold out and we were in the loop or river, I think it was river north and I just stood there and I looked at the tall buildings and I was like, can you believe how big these buildings are? And that was the moment in which I was inspired by Chicago, just how much could be done and what was in the city. And I just couldn't believe the possibilities that this city had to offer. I'm like, look at this, look at these buildings. And I'd never experienced that before. And 13 years later, I never got tired of looking at the Chicago skyline every single time I was inspired by it. And one of the things that I loved about the various places I lived in Chicago was we so often had a view of the Chicago skyline. When I lived in Old Town, boom, we looked at the Hancock and then we looked down the other side and we looked at the Sears Tower. And then when I moved to the West Loop, literally, we could walk to the Sears Tower and we were just running to the lake and to the riverfront and then we're just engulfed by the beauty of this city and going to the rooftops and my friends who had rooftops in the way that no matter where you went, there was a different perspective of Chicago and where you would see the city and the way the sun would either rise or sunset or it's just, it was amazing. And the number of photos that I have of Chicago is just, it inspires me so much. And there's so many things that I wanna share about Chicago that I'm going to do in future episodes. But I hope you hear the passion and love in my voice because if you're someone who is thinking about making a change, like me moving to Chicago, or you wanna move somewhere or do something, do it because it can be the best thing of your entire life because it was for me. And Chicago is where I grew up. I, I came in as a 26 year old party bro who wanted to make a crap ton of money and party and hang out and meet a ton of people. And I certainly did that. But phases happen in life. And within my Chicago career or journey, multiple phases happened and one of them was when i actually got tired of the party lifestyle of being the single bro of living with my friends which i had the time of my life but i was ready for the next stage and that's when i decided to pick up and move to orlando to uh, see about this girl aka mrs bacon my current wife and i took that leap and it worked out and it was a blessing for me. So that was one of the big dominoes. And another big domino for me 
was I worked for a career builder for a while and it was incredible and I made a crap ton of money and I learned so much about the online advertising sales space. And then I decided, you know what? I'm gonna go out on my own. And that's when I started uh, my first entrepreneurial journey from a business side of things on Crest Media, opening up my own online ad sales brokerage there. And it just so happened within the first three months of opening up that company, uh, a company called Legacy.com reached out to me and said, Rob, we want you to sell our digital advertising. And I was not interested in going to work for another company, but they said, this is a completely blank slate. You can essentially write your own ticket. So that's what I did. I was gonna work from home. I named my commission structure. And best of all, only one person had tried to sell digital advertising for that company. They did not succeed. So the bar for this was at zero. But here's the kicker. Legacy.com, the largest online obituary website in the United States. So I went from career builder job crushing it to starting my own business to now uh, writing my own ticket for the largest obituary website in the United States. And over the course of the, I don't know, it was two to three years maybe, I went from zero to helping them turn digital advertising into a revenue generating machine. So much so that I said, you know why I'm accepting this challenge? Because if I can sell advertising on an obituary website, I can do anything. And that is exactly what I did. And once again, I straight crushed it there. But over that time, once again, another pivotal moment happened where you can wake up every day and make a crap ton of money and crush it at something and be great and not love doing it. And for me, I got to that point with digital advertising. I didn't wake up every day looking forward to slinging banner ads and text links. You know what I did? I dreamed of working in sports and being creative and creating my own sports blog. So that's when Bacon Sports got created and I got to the point where I said, you know what? I would regret it for the rest of my life if I didn't give it a shot at making my dreams happen. And that's when I decided to have another life-changing moment. I cut the cord and went all in on making my dreams happen and turning Bacon Sports into the awesomest sports media company ever. And that was yet another one of the major life dominoes because I just talked about how I was this party bro who couldn't believe girls were dancing on the bar at McFadden's. And now I'm at zero. I'm making no revenue. I know no one in the industry. I have no credibility. All I have is a dream and a belief in myself that I can make anything happen. And it is because of that moment that I said, all right, well, how in the world do you build the awesomest sports media company ever? And what do you need to learn? And it is for that moment that I started to audit the success habits of the most successful people in the world. Hey, the people who I aspire to do things like that are doing amazing things. What are the things that they do every day? Their habits, routines, their mindsets, their principles. Well, I started to learn those over and over and over again. And there are certain principles that started to happen that were like, hey, the average CEO reads 60 books a year. Crap, I'm reading zero. That's how I started a reading routine. Then these CEOs, they wake up early. 
they wake up in the fours and fives, all right? That's why I started to wake up in the fours and fives. Now, you know what I did? I adopted a growth mindset. And with that growth mindset, the greatest gift in the world happened for me. I became self-aware. And this is the gift that I wish I could give you and everyone in the world. The realization that you're in control and in charge of every single thing in your life. And once I realized that, it was like Neo in the Matrix where he's like, whoa, and I believe he says, I can learn judo, and that's how I saw my life. I was like, whoa, I can learn anything. And someone said to me, Rob, if you ever hope to get paid to do what you love, you better be doing it already. All right, I wanna get paid to talk about sports for a living. How do I do that? Well, you should probably start a podcast. You should learn how to be on camera and be a host. You should learn about brand building, social media marketing, throwing events, apparel, everything in between. And just like that, just every single day, moment to moment basis, I taught myself every single thing I possibly could. Fast forward the next 11 plus years, I am now the person who is speaking to you right now. And I wanted to share this story because all of this happened for me because I decided to live my dreams of moving to Chicago. I decided to live my dreams of living my dreams of working in sports and being creative. And now I'm embarking with my wife and my dog on our next dream of having a child and raising a family. And I am so excited about this because every time I take a leap that is scary and uncertain and filled with emotion and everything in between, you know what? It works out. It not only works out good, it works out great because I am all in on that journey. And once again, like I've done for the last 10 plus years, I'm gonna share everything that I learned from this journey with you. And I wanted to share all of this because all of this happened within the last, well, 10 years, but as I look back to just this podcast, within the last month. That's everything that's been going on in the last month. Why I haven't created content for the last three weeks because there's this major vision there's some major dominoes happening. And you know what? I am so excited because the best years of my life are right now. I am always in my prime and amazing things are gonna happen. And the things that I'm going to learn, that I'm going to be able to share with you are going to be amazing. And the content that is gonna come from the best year ever podcast in my YouTube channel, and then how that's going to then be manifest and shared with my clients and the people in my community and you is going to be so fun and exciting. So I wanna thank you for being part of this journey, for being in my community, for being a friend and a supporter of everything that I'm doing because I wanna support you on your vision, on your being, on your action, on your dreams. If I can do it, you can do it. 
I went from being 21 years old, having no job, with that for a year and a half, living off my credit card, being broke, just absolutely broke, to where I am right now, being the happiest person in the world. If I can do it, so can you. And I know I unpacked a lot, and once again, this might get chopped up into a few different episodes, so if you're hearing a different section of this, and the rest of it didn't get filled in, make sure to check on YouTube or on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts or my newsletter at robcressy.com. I'm gonna be sharing a lot more content, but there is an amazing journey that is starting with this podcast episode right now. It is starting today, so thank you so very much. I'm so excited, sending tons of good vibes your way. Hope you have yourself an amazing day.